everybody. <laughs> my Steven, insides, man. it was like, nigga, man, Steven, the man. fuck you think this is? Nobody cut Steven, man. Steven Raw. Steven is an ass-ass drink. <laughs> <laughs> got one for you, boy. Nigga's too old for that. I'm too old. <laughs> Didn't even help. I got, I got this. I got this open. You got it. <laughs> it didn't even help. <laughs> she, made, she made it bubbly. She made it bubbly. No problem, Stevie. Stevie gonna kick you in your goddamn chest. <laughs> yeah, we ready. I'm wrong. <laughs> All right. You got it. So, uh, I was driving on the freeway the other day. Yeah, but that's y'all listening to me. Do you that? Dialed into me right now. This is uh, one and only uh, Tyrell Cleveland uh, giving you a uh, uh, very special blues moment. I was driving uh, from the state of Mississippi, headed over to a uh, place in Georgia. Uh, there was a girl there that was going to let me lay my head in her grooming board, bed and breakfast that she had, because we had a blues concert down uh, in that area. Uh, that evening, a small club called the Cottonmouth. Uh, it was a small gambling spot. People came there to gamble, spend money. So I was driving on this freeway, and I'm at the Phillips Station, and the police officer pulled up, State Highway Patrol. Uh, I'm at the time, I'm driving a 1959 Nutberg that I had gotten uh, confidence of the Okay. And uh, I looked at the officer, he looked at me, and uh, he was he had to piss. And listen, he said, God damn, I got a piss. Mm-hmm. So he walked in the piss. So I knew what was happening. I got up in that type of bird and I opened him up, opened him all the way up. I'm driving. I'm coming down 85. I'm coming up strong. I figure I can get him, get about get ahead of him, get a couple exits down, and uh, he'll get lost. <clears throat> a little confused about where exactly I am. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm driving. Three hours to work. I haven't seen the light behind me in a while. And out of nowhere, something red and blue behind me. It looked like he had turned his headlights off and he said he followed So uh, he pulled me over. I was just inside the shed lemon shed. I didn't know to pull into a lit area. And uh, when I pulled over, he said, Nigga, get your hands out the car. Mm. And so I. I knew I needed to step my hands out. I didn't want him to shoot me, and if he did, I didn't want him to shoot me in my chest or in my thing. So I put my hands out the car. I laid down on the ground. Mm-hmm. He had a dog. Ah. German chef. Dog came through, bit my goddamn leg. Uh, he came up from the back of my thigh, bit through my slacks. Goddamn. And in them done days, dogs was going to do that. I've been bit several times. What year was this? Uh, this year was 1964. 64. And you had a 69. And you had a 69. Yeah. Well, you you was on top of it. Uh-huh. I
got a face on there, a mother would look. <laughs> now, the point of the story is, as I was saying, because you ain't been bit by no goddamn dogs. They was on my ass. Right. They was on my ass. And I said they, because it felt like it was two of them, but it was just one. <laughs> I felt like I was alone out there on the freeway. I could feel the vibration of the car was approaching, coming in opposite direction. The other highway patrolman had pulled up. He stopped on the other side of the road and was looking at me, and uh, I was just there alone. As they laughed and smoked their cigar, I could smell that cigar smoke as the dog was on my ass. Uh, walked over to me, kicked me from the group, <laughs> rolled me over on my back, and uh, as I'm laying there, he pulled out the longest gun I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. Didn't know it was a state issue pistol at that time, but the, the diameter of that barrel pointing so close to my face was so scary. Mm-hmm. I, I thought this is it. I turned my head over and I could look and see down the road the yellow line that separated one side from the other. And I felt like this might be where I take my last breath. And at that time, they patrolled me. Uh, he, he had a grin on his face. He looked me there now and said to me, Did you miss me? God damn it, motherfucker. Right me. God damn it. It's all right with me. It don't matter. I would have a tub. I don't have no. I don't have a beverage pool. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I don't. Don't put that cigar in there. Don't you want? Yeah, he, already, he already cigared up. <laughs> he, got, he got the Steven. Yeah, give me that shoulder ego, lean. Ego, shoulder lean. He tried to cut that that, uh, that Steven cigar thirteen hundred. It didn't work. Some, some cherry sprite. <laughs> and and, and shit was going for it. <laughs> Steve said, "I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do with that sprite." Proud of that. Man, I'm proud of you, man. We're from you know, most cities. Small city. Small city, but we we in here. Mm-hmm. So we got we got pride. We got we have a pride. We get around. You know, I want you to know everything you did at school, you did it after me, son. Remember that. Okay. I paved the way for that for that school, for that lifestyle. Let me tell you about Let's my history school. that school. This this one high school in particular. Let's hear. Legend in that de- de- department of broadcasting. I'm breaking records right now. I'm like the Hank Aaron of the school. Shit keep going up. Uh, first of all, before the school was even built, paid by my, my dad, my daddy, his faith. The school was being built. They were talking about what they wanted the school to be. They were still deciding who the school was going to be named after, but they knew the new school was coming. The floor plans had already been there. The design of what they were going to do for the school was already in place. And my daddy was submitting his application. He was working at a school called Sterling High School in HISD. I heard of that. Tough-ass school. Terrible. It's tough. Yeah, terrible place to be. It's, se- it's separated by a street. Selinski runs the, through the middle of it. And on one end, end of Selinski, where it dead ends at, is education. The other end is poverty and family. Desperation. That runs through the middle of dead end, South Park, Texas, Southeast Houston. Every city got that street. Yeah. Selinski runs across Martin Luther King. But this is uh, several 
projects is on the street. And uh, it's a tough-ass school. The school, though, uh, you wouldn't believe. They had an aviation <laughs> program to where they're teaching you how to fly airplanes. Now, the school is geographically located maybe 2.5 miles from Hobby Airport, which was the city's first airport. So this school in the late 50s was a breeding zone for the pilots that would graduate from there and work at Hobby Airport in Houston. So this aeronautics program would feed into another program called Embry-Riddle, which is the nation's top aeronautics school, where pilots go to fly spaceships and later on possibly, you know, all the other planes. Point is, hood niggas flying planes is, is what I want you to understand. You got niggas with weed in their backpacks hoping to get their pilot's license and actually fly planes. You had niggas who didn't have driver's license but was flying planes in high school. I'm talking about niggas was taking off on private airports and flying planes. Some of their parents had never even been in the air before. So my daddy was at that school, gang-ridden, crime-ridden, took up 38 guns while he was there, fighting people. Had a nigga come to me tell me I'm in football practice, I'm in the locker room getting ready. He said, I'm going to kill your daddy, nigga. Because <laughs> my daddy could smell, I don't know how he knew how much dope he had on him, could smell the weed from him. He said, no, that nigga got dope on him. Searched him, found a bag of three for 10 sweets rolled up, which equated out to be 2.5 pounds of marijuana that he had on him in his total. A knife and a 22 Derringer. Nigga said, he's going to kill my daddy. I'm in ninth grade. I heard a fight. I'm going to fight you. Fuck you. But you're going to kill my daddy? Wow. Then he's going to come and tell me, now nah, you cool, but I'm going to kill your daddy. No, I'm not cool. No, we're not cool. Duh. No, we're not cool. I'm, I'm playing football. So now, it's a fight. In which case, this nigga's an outside linebacker. I already hit puberty. <laughs> Promptly thrusted my ass into all the lockers, had me touch every locker on that road. <laughs> you don't but fight him while he's looking. He said he was gonna kill my daddy. Right. So my daddy was like, Look, man, I hope I can get to this new high school they built now in Mo City. We'll be good. So we went out to this school and prayed. My daddy picked up dirt in a in a jar, a jelly jar, prayed over it every day before he went to work. We finally got the call. He was going to get the job. Was out there watching the whole building of this goddamn school. I'm looking at blueprints, everything. Walking in, the first nigga to shoot on the basketball court. I'm there seeing this whole school come to life. I get to end up transferring there the next year, but I had to get accepted into the program to go to the school. School program was television and broadcasting. I was like, nigga, that's me. I want to be on TV, nigga. I had a plan, nigga. I'm going to get to L.A. Some way, somehow, because I knew I wanted to be on all, all that. No shot at you, Nick Kennedy. You weren't that funny back then. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that, goddamn it, there you go. I wanted to be there. So, I'm in the school, first <laughs> class that we there. They brought in some freshmen under us, but we sophomores, so we seniors for four years. Our class, we are laying slate to these ninth grade bitches. <laughs> first of all, I'm already a sophomore. I come in beginning school with a car. I'm crushing. I'm coming out fucking girls in the project with no hope. These women had way better teeth, way better hair. <coughs> Both their parents in their life. Of course I'm running them up. I am 
heartless at this point. <laughs> my mama left my daddy, and I felt like all women want to do is take your money and your dreams. So <laughs> you take I am giving out dick with no conversation, no regard, and I'm doing it with a smile on my face. Not only not fucking, but I'm I'm fucking in the school. I don't went the cabinets. I don't got a copy of the master key. I got a key to every door at that bitch. Now, mind you, I, I could see the first year it was only eight hundred people. The school's capacity will seat five thousand students comfortably. So many at the classrooms. I'm in that bitch like I'm running a motel. <laughs> I'm opening the doors for niggas. <laughs> niggas is fucking everywhere. Band practice hall. Now I don't know why they got rooms. They got locks on the inside of the doors with no windows in it. But I guess it was the practice. Playing an instrument. Yeah. Tell you what's getting practice on. Practice on. Pussy. Pussy <laughs> get practice on. Soundproof and you can fuck and scream as loud as you want to and anybody hearing shit with a lock? That's band life. Nigga. Terrorizing that band hall. We had 3,000 students by the time I was there, so we we had to leave to fuck. Nigga. <laughs> we are also on a band hall. We say how loud a band was. Band hall also had a private bathroom with a lock on so you just go off of that bitch and have a sink at your disposal and a whole man, we I was terrorizing this goddamn school. You fucking inside the schoolhouse? Oh, every day. Every day? Of course. See, half the time sex don't happen because you ain't got nowhere to do that. Not me. I'm in an honest program, I'm gifted and talented, I'm on the news, and I'm fucking. I feel like a white powder. <laughs> I was getting so much pussy, I decided I was going to bring a briefcase to work every day. Because I felt senatorial, nigga. I was speaking to my peers. If you want to know what's happening, Billy Woods going to be on the news today. Hey, y'all relax. I'm going to tell you about the new president we're about to have. He's a bush. Daddy was already in office. I then started producing music videos for low-budget rappers in the community. And then it took me to a whole nother level. So hood niggas appreciated me. And students revered me because I'm announcing... All the scores of the football games in which I was also playing. <laughs> <laughs> you announcing the games that you playing in, nigga? nigga listen, wait I, a minute. The the next, the next day. Oh, I'm like, nigga, you playing? You playing on half? And say, I'm gonna sit out and have a commentary because I, <laughs> no, I destroyed no, 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 the first no. like, you're actually very much correct, sir. In the basketball season, I knew I wasn't gonna get no playing time. Because we had a squad. First of all, we had a nigga that flunked. That was an alternative school and special ed that they let out. R.I.P. Damon Woodson. He ended up being one of the top point guards in the city. Then we got a nigga who flunked at another school. Remember Willerich? They went forty and one. He was a, a repeat freshman. Gave them niggas that business. His name was Larry Evans. They called him B.D. Baby Dean. These very good guys, but poor academically. Came to our school and we had a champion basketball team. But Willie Ridge was forty and one, and they was giving niggas that business. Like they was terrorized. That's the thing about being in that being in Mo City. Like you could be Great. The, the second best athlete in the country, and the first <laughs> best athlete live up the fucking street. <laughs> that shit happened to me my whole fucking life. Like you, guys, the <laughs> talent pool of was like <laughs> niggas from the city was just like, if I can get the four B and I can get an education, yeah, and then people will see me. Game attendance was like a pro basketball football team. Now, let me tell you about basketball. I actually was on the on the bench. I was like a seventh man for point guard. And I was like a like an eighth or ninth man for shooting guard. So at this time, I told coach, I said, hey man, this game is big. I know y'all really don't need me. 
I'm going to go lend my talents in my department and announce this game and get everybody hype about it. We playing Willow Ridge. I'm announcing that bitch like I'm in the goddamn summit or the compact center. <laughs> I'm flickering lights. I got a PA system. I got my phone. Not my phone. My, not my phone. I didn't have a phone then. Let me credit it. I had a beeper at that time. Wood grain. I said the oh, number yeah. later on. Wood grain beeper. That was big shit. Big yeah. shit though. Yes. My daddy took it off somebody else. I just threw a new battery and got that bitch turned on. Right on. Peep my swag. Thank so. My daddy, hey, my daddy stayed with shit. <laughs> stayed having shit contraband from kids. Right. I was pocketing all that shit. All that. You was getting niggas shit. All that shit. You never know, like they took my shit up. Oh, I had it, nigga. You ain't getting it back. It's fine, nigga. Oh shit. Like, I had a CD player in the fourth grade. Like, I had no reason for that. That much technology. This is somebody's home entertainment system that didn't brought to school. Watch out for the drink. I ain't spilled yet. Point is, nigga, I'm on fire. I felt like I was the the young Marvin Zidler, R.I.P. to him, of, of of my time, nigga. I'm on it. I'm on the news every day. I'm commentating, and then on the news, we playing back footage from all the games. Then I'm announcing the, the cheerleading squad. Then they had a dance time, a dance team at our school. It was called the Hot Tower Highlights. And you it was running through them. And I'm running through highlights, giving them uh, highlights. Oh, yeah, I do remember <laughs> the highlights. Hey, listen, boy. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Damage was being done. A couple people that I mentioned in some other stories, Kendall Haynes, uh, Chris Morrison, uh, a Davin Tesno who was put out of Rilla Ridge. Tesno, Tesno keep coming up, boy. Listen, man. Davin, Davin at that time was slew-footed and had his back disconjointed because he had a he was deformed as a child. A nigga came out the room. He looked like uh, <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin, nigga. This is fucked up. Wait a minute. Quasimodo. His back was... He got, got his six. You can get any goddamn thing. His back was twisted. And his foot was... Davo used to walk... He used to be like this. How he walked. How he walked. Facing him. How he One side of his, his, his chest was bigger than the other one. So he, it would look like he was turned to the side, but he was straight on you. He was like this. How he walked, bro. Show us how he walked. <laughs> my nigga, hey, he managed to be a model though. He would model because he, he he figured that walk out. Hey man. hey man, he made that shit happen. This nigga was a cripple, but <laughs> my nigga. Was. So I, I meant it with all love. Was a cripple. But what I'm saying was, we're doing damage. All that shit was going good until my 11th grade. I am getting some head from a young lady who was fucking with one of my homeboys. But he was scared to really fuck with her like that. And I found out that she had a desire to want to give head. Found out she was an all-star, a scholar. Giving me head before I go take a test. Like I'm... A pep talk. Yeah, it was a pep talk. So I'm in a science room. Nobody in there. They just put something on that hallway, which was uh, algebra class. Not my class, but algebra class. But it's a long ass hallway. Nobody's going in this abandoned classroom. The door locked, closed. I'm in the back, in the back of the science room. Because all science or chemistry labs have a back area where you store all the chemicals at. I'm about there getting I'm about there getting the head of my life. She is giving me so much head that she says she needs to go get some water because her mouth is dry. <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts. I'm like, cool, go ahead, get some water from the water fountain. She walks out, goes to the water fountain. Mexican boy named, uh, what was his first name? His last name was Torres. I think it's either LeVar 
Olivari or something like that. Torres. Torres sees this because that's what we call it because he's an RTC. Fuck you, RTC. Uh, he sees her, right? He said, hey, where are you going? He knows she the head doctor. He says, hey, um, where are you going? She's like, going on. And I hear her say, going on, I ain't worried about you. She's like, oh, fuck you, bitch. And she's like, oh, nigga, fuck you. Blah, 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 blah. Comes in the classroom, closes the door. Comes back to where I'm at. I'm like, what was that about? She was like, Torres out there, thinking he gonna get some pussy and he ain't. All right. She back to work. Right. Everything's going good. It's pitch black dark. Torres bitch ass decided to go to the algebra classroom and said, hey, I'm not gonna say this young lady's name because she does go to my church and has changed her Pardon life. Me? Yeah. Really, I need to know the name. <laughs> I need to know that name. I gotta have it. I gotta have it, man. I can't go no further without it. She I go to the church. Brooks. The point I'm making to you is First thing last. Keela Brooks. <clears throat> On Facebook, huh? Keela Brooks. AKA she got kids. Listen, stop. So he yells out, a kid out here sucking dick. So, of course, you yell this out in the middle of an algebra class that ain't yours. Why would you do that? The teacher jumps up, what are you talking about? People getting up, oh, Keila sucking dick? That conversation is all around fast. They retweeted that motherfucker. And then somebody yells out, where is she sucking dick at? She in that classroom down there sucking somebody's dick. Ah, Whole class come out. Now you have no idea what's going on. Nigga, I'm maybe two minutes from nothing. Are you two minutes out? I, I could have known it a long time ago. I was holding it. You were holding on. I had nothing to do. That's you know why? <laughs> you know why? <laughs> <laughs> at school. At school, right. I had a whole complete day of nothing to do. Now, what I hadn't said to you was, I started. Go by the time I got to the eleventh grade, tenth and eleventh grade, I stopped going to classes I knew I wasn't finna be in. Math, don't expect from me. This ain't my shit. I'm meant to be on the goddamn news. BT came up for it for me. Goddamn it, people are seeing me. Peter Jennings wrote a letter to the school about my skill set. I'm winning awards. I got a telly award. You can only get them awards for being a producer on daytime, low-budget television. Right. I got, got two that. of them. Got that. Fuck I'm on. <laughs> I'm all in the paper, the Sunday paper where they throw you, the parade magazine. They got articles about your boy. Right. I'm, I'm doing numbers. You that nigga. I'm the nigga Basically. in this shit. Right. I'm, nigga, I'm the Don Lemon minus the gayness in the late 90s, early 2000s. Right on. Shit's fucked up. Fuck my legacy up. So, whole class leaves. Math teacher comes out looking for where the shit is going on. With the, with the whole student body behind Whole class. This child. Why they can't leave them motherfuckers away and I go sit? She ain't got no control of this goddamn Childish bitch, <laughs> child bitch ain't got no control of her own classroom. Wanna see who sucking dick. It ain't your goddamn dick. You marched the whole class out. And that's why the test scores was low. Right. That's a whole nother <laughs> So they come, and at this point, it's a whole duck hunt trying to find out where Keela Brooks is sucking dick. Sucking dick. They find. Did you, did you hide? I'm in the back of the chemistry lab. I'm behind another door. So oh, I know door. exactly what door you're behind. And the light flips on. I say, oh, shit. And I misjudged 
light flipping on to how long it would take to get to where we were. Right. She got Keila going fed. She ain't thinking about that. She going fed. I said, hey, somebody here. I don't care. I don't care. Do you know what I don't care sound like with dick in your mouth in 11th grade? It means don't stop. <laughs> we not stop. Well, shit. I guess we not stopping it. That math teacher was walking around that room for a minute. Somebody else cut the light on. The light came on. This bitch was by the door. She opened the door up so fast. And when she opened that door up, I'm getting ahead and Akila takes her mouth off. And I turn. Nigga, my dick is exposed to 22 pieces. <laughs> <laughs> a science room. Uh, chemistry lab. Full of dick. Adult teacher sees my dick. <laughs> and the legends are true. The goddamn boy is hung like a small horse. Right. At this time, I'm as hard as I can be. So now, it's wildfire. <laughs> Niggas stop <talking> about it. <laughs> 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 I said, I'm as hard as I can be. It's wildfire. <laughs> so look. It's boys and girls in this room. Oh, shit. A nigga in the back hollers out, that nigga threw him that hole. <laughs> girls talking about, ooh. And then I hear, ooh, his dick big. So this this is spread this room. I can't do nothing. I got on slacks and suspenders like I'm goddamn Frank Norwood from House of Lies. I look like an 80 year old senator from Nebraska. Overall slacks, shirt, tie, hanging over the chair, dick out. Teacher's like, she grabs the door, slams and closes it. I try to pull the door, they hold the door closed, got me trapped in there. <laughs> so I'm like, that's it, we done. We call. She's like, I wasn't doing shit. They can't tell me I was doing the motherfucking thing. I said, Well, you take She grow? How did she? <laughs> she grow. Keila had a fast life. She's gifted. So I'm in there like, fuck, what we gonna do? They hold the door closed. They run down the hallway. It's spread through this class. This is a class of 35 students, no longer in class. They run around telling everybody, hey, Keila Brooks is sucking Billy Swell's dick. <laughs> Now, you know what's happening? Billy Trail's dick getting sucked. Billy Trail's dick getting sucked. You heard about Billy? Dick was sucked. Dick's huge. <laughs> <laughs> the story is about how big my dick was. That shit bro. happened. That shit happened to me. Hey, <laughs> it's spread. It, it, it's, the the story is getting out of control. Niggas adding their own to it. Billy Trail's fucking the teacher. Billy Trail's fucking it. It was, it, was out of, it was out of control. <laughs> and I'm in this room still. Not knowing that nigga, there was no internet. It was just what was word about, and and like class was disrupted this afternoon. This is a big deal. So police officer comes down. Officer, what? <laughs> the police girl. Nigga, they send the police down. Like I'm punishing this girl. Yeah, that's they gonna do that. Down. Police officer opens the door and says, "Hey, you two, come on out." I say, uh, "What's up, OT?" Huh? He's got a smile on his face. First of all, I'm going to tell you about OT. Him and my daddy, they out there in the trenches together, breaking up fights, taking up guns, talking about shit. I heard Officer Tavares tell me all type of shit he did when he was in high school. How much weed he smoked, shit he did. Oh, I ain't doing shit. nothing in comparison to what they, they was doing. And they always reminded me that. 
uh, Henry Smalls, a hall monitor and student aide, later turned security specialist, also told me, you ain't fucking no bitches if you ain't never been burned. He told me about how he got the clap from fucking two girls from week. <laughs> that nigga was crazy. That nigga got fired when I was like my junior year, but he was there the whole time. He was there for like 20 years. He was a great man. That nigga he was good. Me. I like him, also man. Also helped me put my front back brakes on an 88 300CX <laughs> in the middle of summertime and only took $25 for me. Bless him. $25. So we here there, so he got a smile on his face. He's like, Billy, you're in trouble. Don't take me laughing that you're not in trouble. He laughing his ass off. So the whole staff comes down, nigga. Sister principals, everybody. My dad just happened to be away at a meeting off campus. Nigga, it's pandemonium. I'm the sister principal's son. I caught my dick out with a chick. Everybody in there. What happened? What did you do? The girl sitting there. She chewing gum. She ain't worried about shit. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. They ain't see me doing a motherfucking thing. She cussing everybody. <laughs> I think we would have got off if she not been cussing she everybody up. Because it would have been all word against theirs about what they say happened versus right. teacher. <laughs> teacher comes in. His penis was exposed. His genitals was out. And I felt uncomfortable. They said, well, why weren't you in your class? You should have sent somebody else down here. You shouldn't have been down here. That discrepancy happened. <laughs> of all of this shit, they take me to the office. They want to ask me how I got in the room. I got in the room because the room was open. That's all I'm saying about that. They get me with theft of the keys to get into the room because that room was supposedly locked mm. by a little janitor named Rosie who wasn't really sure about if she should even be talking to people <laughs> on record because where your goddamn papers at, Rosie? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I know you illegal. <laughs> I know it. But no... That's what happened. Threw the book at your boy. Your My daddy in the BLC? had to be the nigga to give the punishment. He comes back to the school. Four o'clock. School been out. I'm the only nigga getting some discipline done to him after school hours. He walking by the room. If I go in there, I'm going to kill a nigga. <laughs> he telling everybody. He on the phone. He done call his dad. Hey, man. Hey. I'm going to kill this nigga up here. <laughs> I'm going to kill him, man. You got me. He fucked up my job. He's going to fire me, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to send him up there to you, man. I'm going to kill this nigga, man. <laughs> he fucked up my job. <laughs> my daddy. He got me fired. I'm going to his ass. I'm going to fuck this nigga up, dog. I'm praying over this goddamn job. I got the dirt for this school. I'm praying over this job. I pray over this dirt to get this goddamn job for a year straight and this nigga done fucked it up. I'm going to kill this nigga. My granny said, no, he can't kill him. Now he can't kill him. Send up to me. You ain't beating his ass hard enough. That's all it is. Beating his ass I'm gonna punch him in his mouth. They talking on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the room like, nigga, this is discipline. <laughs> discipline, nigga. You can't tell a nigga he's gonna punch him in his mouth. Nigga, no. They are on his phone for out speaker phone. Talking about fucked up shit to do. Run it. Run his ass. Get him tired. Then beat him. They all my granddaddy saying all type of shit. Man, the people done came in there, man, and said his penis was out. But what did you see? Well, I didn't see shit, but I know what they said. I know his dick was out. <laughs> He's been in there crying and shit all day. I keep walking by. He's he crying again. He's fucking crying and shit in the room thinking I ain't gonna, I'm going to fuck him up. I'm going to kill him. That's what I'm going to do. I can't look at him. I can't look at him. Stupid son of a bitch had the key in his pocket still. Still in shit from the school. <laughs> they didn't want to put this 
Yeah. Look, shit's fucked up. My daddy come in and find me. He flipped the lights on in the room. I've been in the dark for about maybe six hours. <laughs> I was getting my dick sucked pre-lunch. I ain't ate shit all day. Just <laughs> pre-lunch. I had to sit through three goddamn lunches. You mean tell me while I'm in this holding area, you niggas couldn't brought me a trash. <laughs> and I knew what day it was. It was pizza day, goddammit. I knew it was pizza day. I could smell it in the hall. Right. Shit. And bring me shit. Then my daddy came in the room and was so mad. He said, man, take some, man. Hey, man. Hey. You selfish. <laughs> what am I going to do when I lose my job, man? Can you pay that $1,800 for that? Can you tell me you selfish? 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 Can we sit there right now. I'm out there with myself with them. <laughs> I ain't asked for this. I ain't asked for this. His eyes watering up, man. I'm about to do this to you, man, because I can't take it easy on you, man. You are going to BLC for the rest of the year. Alternative school. You're a thief. You're a liar. You're a <laughs> <laughs> I'm you my son today. You know when I embarrassed my daddy? Huh? You want to tell you when I embarrassed my daddy? I embarrassed my daddy. I remember it right now. 1975. I was out there in the middle of the 50-yard line. I got hit by a linebacker and knocked all the wind out of me. And I was on the ground crying. And I yelled for my daddy, Daddy! You know, he looked over from the sideline and told me, because he was my coach, I didn't embarrass him like he did. Without crying, I couldn't breathe. You know why? Because my rib was cracked. I knew my rib was broken. He told me, get up. Get your hands up. Wasn't no backup quarterback. Wasn't no backup. It was me. I played two more quarters, man. You know what he said to me? He said, he's embarrassing me because I cried and I laid there. Took me to the hospital. I had a broke rib. He told me he played with a broken nose for three games and nobody said <laughs> And you do this to me, you're gone, man. Matter of fact, you're going to do the rest of the semester at BLC, then you're going to Tennessee, you're going to live with your granddaddy, man. I can't deal with you, man. I'm a kid. I can't. I love your sister too much. I can Just like that, I'm fucked up. I don't know what to do. My granddaddy called me on my daddy's cell phone. You know how important this conversation had to be for him to burn up the minutes? He burned up. All the way home, 22 minutes on that phone. Hey man, let me tell you something. You're just stupid. You're stupid. You're stupid as hell. You're just stupid ass. You're stupid. I knew you were stupid since you came up in the hospital. Stupid ass, baby. Stupid ass. All that greasy kid shit you wearing in your hair. <laughs> slick ass bastard. They call me slick. <laughs> So I feel like nigga family is attacking him, man. <laughs> they are attacking this kid. I am fucked up. Slick is I fucked up. <laughs> My daddy didn't even want to talk to me. We get home, he get everybody else something to eat. He feed me shit. <laughs> yeah, enough to eat. We out here shoving dick in little girl face. <laughs> I called my mom. I said, hey, man, I know we ain't been talking like that, but daddy ain't fucking me. He said, you know what? Your dad got to learn to calm down. You're a boy. I heard what you did. He was fucking. You know what number I was when I got to your dad? I was 498. That meant it was 400 other plus women he had been fucking with. Where do you think you got it from? I was like, oh, I guess I'm not in trouble. 
Right. I'll take you to school. So I ended up being with my mom for that last semester, which was six weeks. And that was the most uncomfortable six weeks. I had to go get a whole new outfit, uniform to wear to school every day. She bought me some fake Tommy Hilfiger <laughs> shorts. And I said, those are shorts you need to wear because I need to wear shorts that didn't have uh, that didn't have uh, tiny pockets on. It had big pockets so they could search because they didn't want the tiny pockets. People hide contraband in pockets. It was a bunch of bullshit. Had to get a see-through backpack to go to school with. Went to a metal detector every goddamn day for six weeks. And, nigga, I got my, my work done for the rest of the year. <laughs> the nigga went to jail for getting his dick sucked. Three weeks, nigga, of nothing to do. <laughs> nothing. Fucking around over there dealing with this shit. They didn't talk to me, nigga, for, for eight weeks, nigga, and said shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> I came back to get some you. clothes. And I still ain't got no whooping, so I... Nigga, this, this is eight weeks that I've been at another school. I ain't even at your house. I show up to get clothes. I got a bag. I'm loading up my clothes. I'm trying to leave. We finna go to Astro World. He mm-hmm. comes in and closes the door. Nah. Like, Where you going? So, I'm going to Astro World, mama. What's going on? Oh, well, that's what you think you could do? You to go have fun? Maybe look like a goddamn fool in my job? Wait a minute, nigga, this is a... <laughs> nigga, this, this shit happened eight weeks ago. <laughs> you can't be mad about that now. Right. I said, man, hey. I said, hey, Dad. Hey, I just want to go to Astro World. <laughs> I just want to go to That's it? Because, look. Yeah, look. And my daddy, when he get mad, he bite his bottom lip. He only been mad like that twice when he slapped his white man, and then another time when he was finna fight somebody, he had bit his bottom and he like, Oh, you think you're walking in the house? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't see no belt by. So I'm like, You want to I don't need no belt. I said, Oh shit, shit finna be on. <laughs> hey man, I'm just trying to go to the car. And then grabbed me, choked me, and started fighting me. <laughs> and the nigga was whooping my ass. <laughs> He whooped me in the middle of the summertime with a V-neck Hanes t-shirt on <laughs> and some slacks. Uh, Stacy Adams. He had some new Stacy Adams pointed dress shoes and it kicked me when I was on the ground. He kicked me like I owed him money in a card game. He kicked me like he called me breaking his goddamn and He kicked and me over the end. And he said, motherfucker, motherfucker. He kept saying that shit. Motherfucker, get your bitch ass up, motherfucker. Oh, up. damn. And he hit me again and then he choked me. And my mama knew something was going on. Because I guess she seen me ruffle the blinds in my room. She runs it out. My mama ain't been in my house in three years. She runs it out. She said, Bill, you're going to kill him. Let him go. <laughs> Nigga, my eye was bloodshot red. He said, Don't you come back here until you're ready to be right. Okay. I was the World. That was the worst day I ever had. I was in Astro World for the fuck up. <laughs> he hates me. <laughs> and he fought me like a nigga. Like a took nigga. That nigga. And I couldn't do that. <laughs> and I've been fighting. I've been fighting people, but I was like, nigga, I can't hear my dad. You can't like, fight your dad. I believe the story. He told me, you know what my dad told me to scare me, dog? He told me ninth grade when I was getting like, I felt like I was feeling myself. He said, let me tell you something, man. Marvin Gaye, daddy, dead because his daddy killed him. Remember that? <laughs> That was the warning. That was the warning. I, I found out my dad Marvin said they was dead and his daddy killed him. I was like, they out here killing sons. These daddies is killing sons. I can't be that nigga. Yes. You ever try to fight me, I'll kill you. Nigga. Hey, man. I came back two weeks later. Nothing, bro. After that, me and my daddy had no more problems. That's the last ass whooping I got. 
letting them lie. He hit me one more time. And that was when I decided I was going to stay out to three in the morning. <laughs> I was going to see Rebecca Robinson, who's married now. All respect. But I needed that chance, Rebecca. I needed to get over there because you were supposed to make out and do some shit after homecoming that year. We didn't get to do it. And your mama was gone. And I was trying to come to the <laughs> Say it now, man. Are you married shit? I was trying to get that business, okay? And if you still want that business now, Rebecca. Give us a call. 385 <laughs> We'll, we'll get, get somebody, somebody over there too. Too, Rebecca. <laughs> so that's hot towel for you, nigga. Had a second president. Had to tell you what we was doing. My hot towel experience was a little different. I was bad as fuck, but I was an all-star athlete. And so I was able to get away with a lot of my bullshit. What'd you play? What, what'd you I ran track. Oh, I, I track. still got records Wait, at Wait, Coach Farrell was your track coach? Nah, Coach Pollock. Oh, Pollock was out there. Yeah, Fat Pollock. Fat He got lucky, too. Pollock he... was already had a receiving hairline. Yeah, he looked like, sure. he looked like Dr. Robotnik off Sonic. Yeah, he the did. The evil he dude like right that. off Sonic. That's and exactly what he was like. And he had a thing for young, 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 young black bitches, too, because he was always saying, she's fucking hot. Yeah, he stay talking about bitches at you. He's like, did you fuck her? Did you fuck her? Like, nigga, you are old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> bitches, I fucking love this weak-ass nigga. But nah, that shit was dope. It was dope. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I was bad as fuck though. I got uh, I didn't get, I didn't get caught though. I never got caught on no wild shit. Like one dude got caught like, getting his dick sucked in the library, and that nigga got kicked the fuck out. That shit was funny because the girl that sucked his dick sucked everybody at school's dick. Like, yeah, I ain't gonna say that about Akeem. She sucked a lot of people. Everybody. That's dick. not the point. I still remember that. <laughs> Brooks. Brooks, right? Yeah. Akeem Brooks. <laughs> Is, is it a, a, a church with us? I'm gonna look up and see how with us. <laughs> I ain't go to Wizard. Where'd you go? Uh, Bethel's family. Why are we talk about our churches after we talk about getting our dicks up? Let's talk about <laughs> what you think, me, dog. <laughs> we talk about let's talk about our high towers. Talk about our high towers where you stand on, uh, you didn't know your dick was big until old dude screamed out. <laughs> I didn't know my dick was big until nigga said this shit in the locker room. Like girls had told me my dick was big, but I was like, I don't believe. I'm like, you about to let me fuck this shit weird. And then when a the nigga said the shit, I was like, this shit weird. I took a picture. She took his face. <laughs> Listen to the fucking story, nigga. <laughs> I'm at the point where nigga acknowledge your dick in the locker room. That's cool. <laughs> new hot shower. He said, yeah, new to I played football first, and well, however you want to put it. I took a shower, nigga saw my dick, and I didn't believe that shit either. And then I took a picture of it next to a water bottle. This is how I actually knew my dick was big. I took a picture next to the water bottle. <laughs> And now and then it was actually to the almost at to the top to where the water bottle is. And then at that point I sent the shit out. The shit went like viral. <laughs> I didn't know that that shit was really gonna work. Nigga, I got so much pussy off of that picture. Like I I lost my virginity because I took a picture of my dick because somebody in the locker room said that my dick was big. Shout out to Chris. That's my homie still. <laughs> <laughs> dick watching ass. Dick peeping. The dick watcher. It's one thing to be like, oh shit, goddamn, okay. We on the side of the shower. But it's another thing to let it be known. Hey, yeah, no, niggas is. Yo, I don't know if you know about this. That's a good commodity to have in the community. Yeah, I think you're a crowd. And that's when I realized that shit was different. But yeah, that was how I found out that, that was, uh, and then I realized because the first five girls I tried to fuck couldn't fuck me. Yeah, like I went like a year without fucking, but like I was actually putting my dick in girls and they was like, ouch, no, stop. 
like the first year of my life. That shit, that shit was horrible. I was like, man, this sex shit is kind of overrated. And then one bitch, let me, oh yes, one bitch. I was in Spanish class. This bitch name was Taylor. She saw the picture, and we was just sitting in class. And then after we, everybody finished the test, I cheated like a motherfucker. So it was like a Mexican girl in our Spanish class, and I just cheated off her test. Like and she was cool. She just let everybody cheat. You know when people like cheat because they let they put the shit on the side of the desk. Like she put the shit right that, there. That is a that is a that is a prerequisite for, for sexual activity. <laughs> right. And so basically, we finished the test, and this is her name Taylor. She mixed it. Oh, gee, I don't know. I don't know where you at, Taylor. But thank you. She was like five ten. I was like one of the only dudes tall enough to fuck with her. She was black and white. She was mixed. She was cute. Went straight to the crib. This bitch put it on me. I ain't never been fucked like that in my life. Like, I mean, we was in high school. This bitch was grabbing my back and throwing back. I'm like, this bitch knows what the fuck she... I still remember that this bitch was like top notch until I got to college. I had never hit a chick like this. Her name was Taylor. Shout out to you again, Taylor. If you still single, all my social media shit. Hmm. It's gonna be down there. Taylor, if you listen to this, give us a call. Three, two, three. <laughs> nine, nine, seven, three, three four. We'll, we'll get, get somebody over there, too. Taylor, you just hold tight. They're in route. Man, I mean, Missouri City was just like one time, dog. I mean, uh, Meadow Creek, they had a clubhouse, but they had a pool outside of it. <laughs> Basically, it's a two-story pool house. They would let you rent it out for $50 and throw parties in it. Why was that the club for us? Showing your age, $50. It was like $500 by the time I got No, they had, they had up and because it was, it was a $50 room for the clubhouse. We was up there. All right. Oh, yeah, the big white one on Cartwright. We oh. shot our first music video. <laughs> the fact that this place is still happening. That shit's still there, too. Man, we up there, and we having a blast. Now, at this time, I'm rolling this particular night. Uh, normally, I'm driving my Ford Pro 1990. I had a Ford Pro blue. Then I painted it. My 11th grade year, black on black with one of them Fast and Furious spoilers on the back of it. <laughs> and some chrome rims. I was. Who the fuck did you work? Putting rims on your car in high school? Hey, bro. We worked. You said Papa Do's? Go back to uh, episode five when I told you about my experience working in Dean's with Bruce the manager. <laughs> I was getting his cash since a young age. Uh, so, man, we there at Meadow, Meadow Creek. I didn't drive this night. My boy Jay Sanders drove. Now, let me tell you about Jay Sanders. Jay Sanders, you ever known somebody that was cool with you, but they wanted to be your cousin, but they wasn't your cousin, but they start telling people you their cousin, and they start being at school, and they be like, yeah, your cousin said, y'all was, I'm like, what the fuck is my cousin, nigga? Nobody right. look like me. Nigga, no. And I'm some rails up here, nigga. We play opposite ends on wide receiver. Jay out there telling me we fucking cousins. That was cool. This particular night, Jay decides to tell me, he said, hey man, you know, I ain't bring no, I ain't got no clothes to wear out tonight, so I went in your bag and I grabbed these pants. This nigga got, I got three pair of camouflage pants that I got. Camouflage was hot. I had the black and white was on. I was gonna pay some for the weekend. I was gonna fatigue them boys the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. He then went in my bag and I grabbed my orange camouflage. So now we up there like we done coordinated the dressing room, <laughs> which I ain't cool with, but he drove and we already out the house. So I'm like, fuck. He got my fatigues on. He done grabbed out my bag. So we at the clubhouse. I'm trying to talk to a chick. 
Jay over in the corner trying to talk to a chick. Next thing I know, nigga punched me in the back of my head. God like, damn, it's a sudden change of events. <laughs> it ain't Jay. I just got punched. <clears throat> so Jay apparently was in the corner trying to talk to some chick. The chick got a boyfriend. He said, fuck y'all niggas. Me and, your co- me and my cousin will beat y'all ass. And I guess it wasn't hard to tell who was his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so now some niggas from Briargate on my ass. Now... You don't want the problems from a bride gay nigga. Hey, dog. You don't want problem with the bride gay nigga. No, no. Not a Quail Valley nigga. Hey, look, dog. Honest Glen, Quail Run, Quail Green West. It's a square. Quail Valley. Cut it. It's like these you, three are okay. But when this you square. You go over there? This square, you don't fuck with. You go on the other side. <laughs> you from the real boss city. Like, hey, dog. The bride gay. The original boss city. I don't know what they call the real boss. The real boss city. Ungentrified. Let me tell you something. They shit was so bad. They athletes left their school and came to ours, and we won state. And we won state. We won state every year because we got the best hood athletes at one of the best athletic programs. We was killing niggas. (laughs) You know, say what you want to say about what it is. The nigga punched me in the back of my head. There we go. And he made me leave my feet. And now I'm up under the DJ booth and his speakers. I'm on. Think I punch you under the DJ booth? I know, I know. Whenever punch me, who punch you? Kitty booth. Kitty booth! That's my nigga! That's my nigga! Kitty booth! Was already ten plus years older than him. I listen. Kitty Boo went to jail for attempted murder. Yeah, He's out now. Let me tell you, my nigga free. We had no problems with nobody because of this nigga. No, no problems. We have problem. Cool. We'll see you tomorrow, bro. You gonna come out here with, with the with the ridge, my niggas? Shut down all the Mo City niggas. Kitty Boo took us to the grown up club when we was fifteen. And talked nah. about the South Side. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen, we in our Kitty knocked the shit out of you. Kitty Boo hit me. He knocked, knocked you under the DJ booth. This nigga's big. Hey, hey, what you do though? Ain't nothing I'm doing. Probably didn't do nothing. I am going to say something. When that nigga hit me, I'm up under the DJ. I'm up under some chords, nigga. Nigga, let me tell you what year this is. Nigga, it's still wax records. I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, this nigga got Grandmaster Flash. Nigga was in the mix. Nigga's under RGB chords and shit. Let me tell you something. That nigga hit me so hard. I crawled under the DJ booth and got up like I was over there with the DJ. <laughs> they talking about they came up behind the table. Kenny Boo whooped everybody that was in the car with me. <laughs> Jay Sanders then got threw down the stairs. My other niggas, they with me. They all getting their ass whooped. It's bad. Enough. It's one nigga whooping everybody ass. Man, Kenny Boo let me. He should. Kenny Boo shouldn't be there. At that point, he got to be at least 26 <laughs> at this high school from here. Like, there's no reason. Kenny Boo is giving niggas that business. <laughs> I love Kenny Boo. Listen, Kenny Boo is putting it to the... Why is this Listen, nigga's man. name Kenny Boo? Hey, I'll start trying to get a DJ next record to play. <laughs> <laughs> it's going calm him down. You might want to play some. Hey, hey man, I'm not trying to fight no more. This is it. The nigga hit me that hard. The back of my shit swelling up. I done gave up on my bag and getting anything out of J. Carr. Yeah. This over. 
our friendship for the weekend. If it's done. I'm I'm gonna find a way home. I'm not going out there where Kenny Boo is. Kenny Boo is stretching niggas out. So let me tell you how bad it was. Niggas couldn't stop it. The girl who partied was, her mama came up there and was like, uh-uh, son, please put your shirt back on. This nigga fully developed with tattoos. And he's 26 so years old. Listen, no, I'm no, funny to say that. <laughs> I, I promise you we heard about this. Listen, man. Kenny knock the niggas out for a solid 12 years. <laughs> I mean, like, just keep asking niggas you know about Kenny Boo. Oh, hell yeah, I know about Kenny Boo. He's <laughs> whooping niggas out. I'm surprised he wasn't fucking with y'all. Kenny <laughs> Boo. <laughs> 26 years old. Going to functions with niggas. And beating them up. And beating up. Terrorizing on set. Terrorizing. 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 Luckily, he was one of my best friend cousins, so we was good. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Kenny Boo wouldn't happen that shit. Yeah. So, nigga, I walked. Walked back to Hunters Glen 1 and 2. I said, fuck it. I had my fatigue shorts on. I walked. I get all the way to what Burger King is. On, on 2234, where my uncle's house is. Oh, well, almost around the corner from where my uncle is. Like, fuck it, I'm gonna stop right here. I'm gonna go ahead and get me a Whopper, and I'm just gonna cool out. Nigga, this party was at 7.30. It was just 11, not even 11 o'clock. It was maybe like, maybe 10. I'm in that motherfucker, looking across the street at Blockbuster Video, like, I just wanna go get me a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I had told my people I was gonna be gone for the weekend. I wanted to go to my bed and I didn't have my car and had no cell phone. I was out of there. I walked in Blockbuster Video and this was a special day because I bumped into Rod, my homegirl Roslyn and her little sister Antoinette. They was in there and I said, y'all gotta get me out of here. And they looked at me and said, what you talking about? I got to get me out of here because Kenny Boo jumped on me. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't have nowhere to go. I don't have nowhere to go. They said, so Roslyn was uh, a twirler in, in the band and ran track at Willoughby. So she know everybody. I think she ended up becoming drum major or something special in the band at the Ridge. But she was big in the band. She was like, Kenny Boo ain't got no goddamn sense. <laughs> Fuck with y'all. Y'all some kids. And he need to grow up and move on. She goes and tells her mom. He's 26 years <laughs> old being these kids. Are- <laughs> so, now, so now you won't leave the club. Like no, nigga. This is 98, nigga. Oh, no. Oh, no. He fresh. Oh, he was young. Oh, no. Oh, oh, shit. If that's 98, then that means we was probably there. Yeah, he was like 20. That's the after I was in high school. That's when he graduated high school. We was probably there. Still too old. Oh, yeah. He graduated in 98. Still 20. What was you, in 10th grade? Yeah, damn. It was my summertime. It was the summertime of my 10th going to 11th grade. Nigga, let me tell you something. You told me, you you told me to get you out of here. I said, get me out of here. (laughs) I get me out of here. Nigga, this is Friday night. I stay at their house. 
Friday night, Saturday, slept on their couch. Sunday, went to church with them. <laughs> <laughs> and they kept washing my clothes. I had same fatigue outfit on Sunday at church. Oh. I'm in the I'm in church. Hey, close, in, close. in service, 12 o'clock, Windsor Village. You know what's coming? Mama said, hey, they go kitty boo. I said, shut up. She's down just playing. Then, look. I said, no, it's not. She said, no. Nah. There you go, right there. Kenny Boo is in the overflow section of church, waving his goddamn hands <laughs> with some adult niggas who don't need to be there. First of all, at this time, there's certain types of niggas that dance around. Niggas that wear jerseys to church and niggas that dress like normal church <laughs> These niggas, this nigga got on a Vernon Maxwell jersey. <laughs> Shades on top of his head. Some starchy arches and some J's. Starchy Him arches. and everybody else. I'm like, look at these criminals in this church. <laughs> I didn't come here for this and I want to go home to where I'm going. The next week of school, everybody talking about Kenny Boo Whoopsie niggas at the Middle Weird Club. I said, yeah, he did. <laughs> in with my ass. <laughs> I was with the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I was with the DJ. <laughs> Jay talking about, Jay talking about, man, where was you at? I said, man, I was with the DJ. I didn't know that was y'all. <laughs> I didn't know that was y'all. I didn't know that was y'all. The next week, that the niggas so talking about they wanted to go out. And this is why my nigga Jason hey, Jason Rogers had a 22 pistol in the in the summertime of 10th grade. He said, man, Kenny Boo got me fucked up. <laughs> the niggas can come over here. The Brogan niggas come over if they want to. I'm going to let their ass have it. And he was the first nigga I rode somewhere with that had a gun on him going to a high school function. Cause of Kenny Boo. Kenny yeah. Boo was terrorizing. Hey man. Hey, right now, he's 22 wasn't doing shit to Kenny Boo. We got stories, man. Hey, dog. That nigga's a maniac. Yeah. That's my nigga, though. He didn't change his life, bro. That was crazy. I, I mean, you got honestly, kids and shit, bro. Where did you grow up? What's, what neighborhood were you in, bro? I was in Quail Valley. Oh, yeah, you was living life over there. Y'all, yeah. have a, y'all had a real life golf course run through y'all. I was on the golf course, legit. Yeah. Damn, golf course? Black yeah, 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 so straight. Hey, man, they had a nice golf course, too. Everybody at the school didn't have a golf course, though, so I still had the run-ins with niggas that didn't live on the golf course. Like, nigga, I had, we had Cleon, nigga. We had Cleon Davis, and this nigga was shaped like a grown man his whole life. Like, from middle school. I saw a picture of this nigga in middle school. He had fucking triceps out like this. Like, how the fuck you got big-ass triceps in middle school? This motherfucker was just sitting on the beach, and he was that. This nigga was so swole, he stole my polo and wore that shit the next day. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, I was like, bro. Because it was like, you know, when the big polos came out, they hit hit the streets. They was like a, a big thing. And I was one of the first nigga on the streets with the big polo horse on my polo shirt. And I was had track practice one day. We took our shit off. And, like, I put my stuff next to the goalpost. It was gone when I got back. Next day, like, whole time I'm looking. Like, I'm asking everybody. I'm like, yo, have you seen this polo shirt? It was right here. Have you seen this shirt? Have you seen this shirt? And one nigga was laughing. He was like, you nigga, you don't want that shirt. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck you wear, bro? Where's my shirt at? And he was like, bro, don't even worry about it. His nigga didn't tell me. Next day, that nigga wore the shirt. And I was like, 
hey, bro, did you you got that shirt from under the gold purse under the gold post yesterday? He was like, yeah. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> it's not really shit you said after that because it's understood that this nigga is like it was like two niggas in our entire like four, in our entire school district that could fight. Did he live in Arcola or Fresno? Uh, that nigga lived like Fresno. You don't want to. This nigga lived in Fresno amongst the Mexicans. Let me tell you something, <laughs> boy. You just made me think about this big nigga that graduated and came back. This nigga named Donovan. Donovan Sibley. <laughs> I ran into that nigga recently. <laughs> Donovan Sibley graduated, played football at our high school, graduated, was a really good football player, graduated. And his girlfriend at the time, they broke up. Well, me and her got together. And we were like, he's long gone, we ain't thinking about him. We together like two years. About a year and a half. But like, we like, this is my first piece of ass, so I'm doing everything. Like, she lived way away from me. I'm catching two, three buses. I'm getting to her, because this, this is my first consistent piece of ass, and I'm in this experimental. Every weekend, and we get to try something. And we, so I, we're together. She's my girlfriend. We share a locker. Mm. Do you understand what that means? When you share a locker, with, you gotta we together. That's deep. Nigga, I'll never forget the night we were on the phone together. And she was like, I love you. I said, like, oh, I love you too. And she's like, we're going to be together forever. I was like, absolutely, we're going to be together forever. You know, I'm in the 10th grade. I know what the fuck I want. Right. <laughs> Next day I get to school. I'm in ROTC. It's crazy. Y'all said it. We wear, it's Wednesday. We got to wear our greens. We got to wear our army greens. And my shit is tight. And my friends fuck with me every time they see me in this goddamn uniform. Got the uniform on, we all running to me. Hey D, hey man, we seen corn. She was done. Donovan, he graduated. He's in college. Nah, they holding hands. I was just on the phone with her telling her I love her. <laughs> There's no way she's holding hands with her. <laughs> I was on the phone last night. No, <laughs> nah, nah, don't tell me this. Nah, man, I'm serious, real shit. Come upstairs. He upstairs with him. I'm like, why? Why he at the school? Go upstairs. I'm, I don't see nobody. I'm like, oh, they fucking with me. They fucking with me. Heartbeat fast. Ooh, my heartbeat fast. It kind of slowed up. I don't see nobody. So then I'm at my locker. I'm putting the combination in. And I hear my nigga go, there she go right there. Nigga, I turn and they were holding hands. Oh. My heart dropped. I said, oh. Okay, don't cry. <laughs> Do not motherfucker cry. You too, too many motherfuckers around here. Do not cry. Nigga. Hold it. Trying to keep it together. She walks up there holding hands. He spoke first. He was like, "What's up, man?" I was like, "What's up?" She said, "Hey." I was like, "Hey," and he walked off. And I'm just sitting there. And everybody looking at me like, "Nigga, what the fuck you gonna do?" I'm confused because I was just on the phone with her last night. And she said, I love you. So I'm at the locker, and I'm fucked up going to first period. <laughs> I'm fucked up, man. First of all, you got, a nigga, trust, get it you got a nigga trespassing uh, on for He's not supposed to be here. <laughs> I want to tell somebody on him. Because he got this motherfucker. 
He, what is he doing here? You better be. I told him that nigga. I just looked at that and snitched on that nigga yesterday. I need to say why she won't hang with him. Why is he at our school? He doesn't. He's not enrolled here. He's not enrolled. Nigga's not enrolled in. He's holding the hand. First period, fucked up. First period is typing for me. Mr. Bowie is my typing teacher. Mr. Bowie is gay. Your fingers to so you can't see your hands while you do that shit. Mr. Bowie doesn't do that shit. Mr. Bowie gay. Mr. Bowie, I think he's gay. I mean, Mr. Bowie fucking gay. <laughs> Fuck him. I'm trying to debate this shit, but I'm an adult and I look back on it. Mr. Bowie was fucking gay. And it's all right. <laughs> he walked up to me. He said, uh, Mr. Bowie always, he always cut your name short. He always give you his name. Now, my name is Devitri. I'm in there and I'm fucked up. And I'm in this tight ass uniform. My friends is laughing at me. And Mr. Bowie know my friends. Most of the basketball team is in tight. We in there. And he walked up and said, hey, V to V. What's wrong? I was in there. I heard what happened up there. I said, what you hear? I heard Kwon was with Donovan and broke your little heart. <laughs> but don't worry, we gonna focus on tight today. So I'm like, all right, cool. Me and her got third period together. We got third period together. I'm like, oh man. Oh man. I can't wait to figure out yeah, what the sure fuck are. is going on. We get to third period. I'm first of all, I'm fucking dying through first and second period. I'm dying. I can't take this shit. You, you want to know. Fuck, I, I want to cry. I just want to cry. If I can just get somewhere and just cry, but everybody around me. Does he even so hear I me? cry, bro. Let it shit out. <laughs> Don't cry. That's why you got to let it out. If you would have cried with that man, you would have fought that nigga, bro. I, I, you would have pushed through the tears. I, and you would have let the tears come out. And possibly got a bet. No. Or lost. We get the third period. We sit right next to each other. And I was like, hey. What's going on? She was like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong, bitch. Something's going on. <laughs> we saw it. What I, saw? I said, like, y'all were holding hands. She was like, yeah. He like, he wanted to get back together. <laughs> together and like, and what? So I was like, yeah. I was like, so y'all together? She was like, yeah. I said, last night. You said, she said, yeah, I know, but yeah, we together now. <laughs> I'm even more con fuck confused going to fourth period. Mm -hmm. I'm confused. So I tell my friends what's going on. He was like, what? Yeah, yeah, they're together, right? He said, you should just fight that nigga. I said, that is not a good idea. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck y'all think. This that is the solution. Is Huge. <laughs> he he's Man. too big to fight. You know, this nigga he can't let's, fight him. He's too big. Let's be reasonable. Let's be reasonable. He's too big. Big dude, Donald Sibley, right? Take my girl. I'm like, but that kind of made me stronger. It made me stronger. And see, you know what? You can't be soft with these goddamn women. You gotta have a backbone. Put shit in place. I needed that heartbreak. It, it, it brought me to kind of the person I am now. Cut two. I'm in Vegas. Roll the logo. Delay Vegas story. I'm in Vegas. <laughs> Got a comedy show. Doing a comedy show. I start throwing my own comedy shows at um, this spot in Vegas on the Sahara called Pounders. Oh, man. I start throwing Hurricane Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. I 
I'm in there one night doing my thing, having a good time. This dude in the back was like, hey, I know you, nigga. Hey, man, stop yelling out, man. You know what I'm, you know what I'm <laughs> doing. Stop doing that. Don't do that no more. You know what I'm doing. Don't do my head. Yeah, I know you, nigga. Hey, man, listen. Where do you know me from? I took your girl high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ain't no way in hell. Uh, <laughs> I found you in Las Vegas. Yeah, took your girlfriend. <laughs> I said, it ain't but one nigga that took my girlfriend <laughs> down to the Sibley. That's me. You bullshit. <laughs> I swear to God, nigga stands up. I was like, y'all, that nigga took my girlfriend. The crowd applauds. What the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> but man, we end up talking afterwards, man. Like, yeah, man, I heard you got a show out here, man. I want to stop by and see you, man. I yeah. said, man, you really took my fucking girl. <laughs> he said, yeah. I said, why? I said, yeah. I said, yeah. Because I could. <laughs> <laughs> Too shy. Just enough of you. Just enough of you. Man, you know. Have I been shaking one time? No, we took one time. Y'all loved, and, and I loved her, too. This is the first time. Always the one you really love. Fucking Carissa Lewis, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> still mad. And I've been through 100 bitches since then. I'm still